Welcome to the Danny Palmer Show. Does it sound cool if I say it like that? Oh, yeah, that does feel nice. Oh, yeah. What up, gents? Welcome to the vainly titled Danny Palmer Show. That weird sound I made at the beginning is what qualifies as a fucking sound check on this podcast. Also, in this podcast, the sound checks are always posted. There's really no editing process to speak of. It's just me going, uh, dude, sick. Thank you for listening to this pod. Basically, I've gotten in this routine where I post a solo pod every other week and then an interview the other week. Danny, learn how to talk, you fucking dumb shit. You're not dumb, sweetie. You're my man. <laughs> That's my girlfriend. Dude, I've been posting these fucking uh, good vibes videos with Danny on Instagram. My friend Corinne Fisher, um, she's the co-host of the Guys We Fuck podcast. She's like, you should do a video where you talk about things that you think are good vibes. I've been doing that. I posted one in like eight days. It got a shit ton of views, like more than anything I've ever posted. <laughs> and it just, I've been doing this podcast for three years. I'm like, should I just be doing these fucking Instagram real posts, bro? Is that the fucking move, dude? Could be sick, dude. Dude, I'm going to uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. It's a city in Nevada on uh, Thursday. And it just reminds me of like, fun vegas stories i mean i guess my stories aren't as like it's not like oh man we got fucking bottles and hookers dude we ended up in the desert i don't know why ending up in the desert would be fun that's probably bad if you end up in the desert on your three-day weekend in vegas that's not a good thing dude you shouldn't be there get the fuck out anyway uh one of my okay one year i went there these will just be two quick stories don't worry don't get stressed okay just don't get stressed i was staying at the win right when it first opened whatever the fuck year that was for work and i walked outside of the hotel and a tree fell on me (laughs) yeah a giant tree fell on me (laughs) like the outer branches like hit my head and kind of scraped me like i wasn't in the direct path of the trunk thank god or i probably wouldn't be here to tell you the story but i get hit by a tree because they they planted the tree it was new it hadn't been planted properly and it fell over and i was like god damn it some guy (laughs) Some guy saw this happen and he was like, dude, this is your lucky day. You should go in and play the tables. And I was like, you're right, man. And then I realized I don't have a lot of money. I'm not playing the tables. (laughs) Anyways, I was there for this work trip and the guy who was like the head, the leader dude of like the recruiting team. It was just me and him. They were being nice to me because I was like, I was a little like, you know, 25 year old kid working hard. They're like, let's let Danny go out to Vegas with the head honcho, dude. So we, we go there for this like you know, recruiting applicant tracking system conference. Boring. And on the last day, the guy, his name's Austin. I can talk about him. Who cares? He turns to me. We're, you know, we're in this meeting. I'm like, obviously, I'm not going to bring up like, should we go party not fun? Because I'm just like the new kid. I'm like this little dweeb, you know, and he's like in charge of the whole like global organization and shit. And we're watching this presentation on the last day there. And then he turns around to me and he goes, let's go play some cards. I was like, fuck yeah, Austin, let's go play some cards. And by play cards, I mean I'll watch you because you have a lot of money and I don't have any money at all. Maybe I'll just put down $100 on blackjack and that's it. But it was fun. Have you guys played Pi Gal Poker? Apparently, I'm going to try that out in Vegas this weekend. Apparently, it's easy. I'm like, dude, I'm not playing poker. And you have to like keep track of two hands, like a, a hand with five cards and then a hand with two cards against the deal. I, I don't, dude, the straights and the flushes and the, uh, dude, can we just fucking party? I I pulled together a big list of like dive bars in Vegas. By the way, if you're listening to this and you live in Vegas or you know some good dive bars, fucking DM me, DM me on Insta and tell me where to go. I want to go to lit places. You know what I mean? I like being lit. Do you guys like being cool? 
Danny Palmer NYC and Instagram. All right, Danny, just do your fucking content. My friend Haley, she's such a good listener of the pod. Thank you for listening, Haley. Oh, wait, I know what I was going to say. I, I've been posting these good... Vi- oh, Danny, you already said that. Jesus Christ, bro. Did I seriously just try to repeat something I said five minutes ago? Bro, why would anybody listen to this? Danny, just go jump off the fucking... No, Danny, be nice to yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself, sweetie. You're doing your best you can. <laughs> anyway, my friend Haley, she listens to the pod a lot. She's great. She said she listens to... She listens to... She listens to Lewis Hay... I think Tom McCaffrey last week was talking about Lewis Hay. I don't really remember. I only remember the things that I say. Like if I have a guest on and you expect me to recall the, the you know, like specific names and details of topics that they discuss, I don't know if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be up for that. I'll try, but no promises. Anyways, she was talking about how you can't control things. It's a lesson learned. Oh, you know what? This part of the feedback that she gave me is private and personal, and I am not going to just betray her trust by reading it. The high level view is that you can you can only control what you can control, you know. And uh, yeah, and, uh, this is not personal. She said forgiveness is for you, really more than the other person. I love that. I read somewhere like recently, it's like the amount of emotion that you expend on someone else, like that emotion. Danny, what are you doing? That emotion like comes back at you. You know what I mean? So if you let's say you're justifiably angry at someone, and then you're angry. And you're pushing that emotion of anger onto that person. You are experiencing the full brunt of that emotion just as much as they are. So now you're expressing your anger. I mean, sometimes it's right to do that, but not always. So in a case where it's not the right thing to do that, now you've pushed an emotion onto that person and you've internalized that emotion on yourself. I was like, oh, that's fucking smart, dude. That's smart. Tony, sometimes it's appropriate to be mad. All right. I know. I know. It is. That is true. Sometimes it is appropriate to kind of like stand up for yourself you know like i was at a hotel in amsterdam oh wow you're gonna talk about european travel what a fucking man of the people you blue collar douchebag honey be nice so whatever it was in amsterdam staying at this hotel and it was like a situation where i didn't realize this if you get home after midnight i mean obviously we're in amsterdam partying we're we're gonna get home after midnight you have to like hit this buzzer and then i guess the bellhop person or whatever comes in will come let you in. So it was like two in the morning. I kept, I was buzzing. Nobody was answering. I was buzzing. I mean, it's my hotel. You know, I obviously want to like go to bed. I don't want to like live in the streets of Amsterdam. So I kept buzzing it. And the guy comes to the door and he opens the door and he's super pissed. He's like, why are you buzzing so much? People are sleeping in here. And I was like, hey man, I'm staying at this hotel. I don't know who can hear the buzzer. I didn't even know there was a buzzer. Nobody told me I have the right to sleep in the bed that I paid for. Stop yelling at me. And he was like, all right, all right, all right. But like that, that's a situation where it would be appropriate to stand up for yourself. And now that I'm recounting this story, I'm thinking to myself, Danny, is there a way that you still could have handled that even better? I don't know. It was late. I was drunk. I was probably high. It's Amsterdam. They had marijuana there. In Amsterdam, they like to do spliffs a lot. Like the mix of tobacco and weed. Like, dude, just, just give me the fucking weed. Why do I got to get cancer on top of the high? You know what I'm saying? By the way, I have a fucking like mic cover that's supposed to cut down on the pop sounds, and I never use it. I'm like, I don't need to use this thick this thing. And then I'm like, Danny, why don't you use it and improve the audio quality for your audience? Fair point. I will start to do that anyway. Thank you for the feedback, Haley. I very much appreciate it. 
She said, I love that you contribute this pod to the world and stay so positive and hilarious. Wow, thank you. That's so nice. It's weird to read a compliment to yourself. But look, this is the feedback that I get. If you give me feedback on my podcast that I suck, I will read that feedback. I have no problem doing that. And plenty of UFC fans have given me feedback on my Good Vibes videos that they want to kick my ass. So I'm open to reading negative feedback and learning from it and growing. Anywho. Anywho. Oh, dude, this is interesting. So it's about another Vegas story. But do you ever like go somewhere and then you're like, you know what? How many times have I been been to like Las Vegas or Seattle or like wherever? Boston. I hate Boston. Kind of. It's all right. How many times have you been to a city and then just you just, oh, I've been there before. No need for me to to do any research. But actually, I think it's fun, even if you've been to a place frequently, to like research it every time you go a little bit more. So then when you arrive, you have knowledge about that place that you didn't have on your previous trips. That's fun. Huh? Is that something? Does that count as content? Case in point. Um, I, I guess I shouldn't say where I'm staying. Oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't because of the UFC fans that hate me. Anyways, you know how they have the Paris Hotel in Vegas? The Eiffel Tower. Have you ever thought to yourself, is that the actual height of the Eiffel Tower? It's half the size of the real one because they wanted to build it the exact same size. I mean, why wouldn't they? It's Vegas. Like, let's make it fucking dope and huge. But the McCarran Airport is near there, and it would have interfered with planes flight paths, <laughs> which I think is kind of hilarious. It'd be funny if, like, I mean, obviously, I don't want people to get hurt, but, like, it'd be funny if, like, 16 planes in a row just, like, kept taking off the top of the two-scale Eiffel Tower. Like, dude, this is too tall. We can't just keep putting the top back on the top fucking top, dude. Anyway, that's a fact for you. Also, the Paris Hotel opened in 1997. I'm not staying there. I'm staying at Circus Circus, okay? Circus Circus, everyone's favorite budget Vegas hotel. What if Circus Circus was the only sponsor of my podcast? And like every 45 seconds, it cut in with a new 30-second clip, or what do you call it, commercial for Circus Circus. And it was just the same exact commercial over and over. Just me going, Circus Circus, everybody's favorite. But it's like, dude, no one is listening to this, Danny. I had this written down on my notes for the pod episode. Describe the rest of your life in five words. I heard that. I saw that in like a game show or something. It's like, dude, what? Describe the rest of your life in five words. I don't know how to do that. How about scared of bad stuff happening? <laughs> Excited about good stuff happening? Do those two count? By the way, if you're looking for a super quick sad fact in the middle of this podcast, I can tell you that 180,000 people die across the globe every day. 180,000. That is so many people every single day, dude. Carpe fucking John, dude. (laughs) I was reading this article about uh, bringing your whole self to work is like a frequent or common mantra among companies these days. And like HR departments are embracing it. And this... The gist of this essay that I read was like, that's insane. You don't want to bring your whole self to work. Nobody wants that. Uh, Quoting from the article, but bringing your whole self to work is a cheap benefit, easier for employers to provide than, say, a raise, and one vague enough to be largely meaningless. Nor is it available to the majority of the American workforce. Nobody's asking a line worker or customer service representative to add more personal vulnerability to the enterprise. I mean, it's obviously very smart and true. Also, I want to kind of want to make a joke about that. Is it okay to workshop a joke on a podcast? I think I think it would be kind of fun to be like, you call like your uh, cable company and you're like, hey, listen, I just want to uh, cancel my HBO. And then the, the customer service person starts sobbing. And you're like, I'm sorry, why are you upset about me canceling? It just, it just brought me back to a time in my childhood. 
my HBO service was canceled by my parents because it had made it a content. <laughs> I don't know. Is that funny? Danny, you can't just try material on a podcast sitting in your apartment by yourself. That's weird, bro. By the way, fucking shout out to Loretta Lynn. She's so great. I mean, she just passed like a week or two ago and just, I mean, what a legend. These women that like succeeded in music like 40, 50 years ago when society was so much different, like it's just so impressive. And she had like songs about being a coal miner's daughter and like, don't come home. Don't come home from drinking with loving on your mind. Like talking back to the patriarchal dominant society from a woman's perspective. Like, I mean, you know, you listen to that song today and you're like, oh, that's funny. But then back in the day, it was probably like pretty ballsy to put a song like that out. You know, I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't know. And then one of her songs was, um, it says, you're the reason our kids are ugly. <laughs> That's a fun, that's a fun ditty to sing to your fucking dickhead ex-husband, dude. I saw this on TV recently. Apparently, there are some young people in Ukraine that if they get um, or hear a sound that there's going to be a nuclear attack, instead of going to a nuclear bomb shelter, instead, what they're going to do is have an orgy. (laughs) I mean, dude, can you really argue that logic? Do you want to sit and huddle in fear in like a bunker? just cowering with like no lights and like limited water or do you want to be like you know sucking and fucking dude you're not going to an orgy with me i'm not trying to go to an orgy in the ukraine honey okay well don't get any hopes and don't get any fucking ideas all right it's weird when you stumble over your words and it's not you talking danny don't danny don't 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 derail just keep doing your podcast pal just keep on going i took a quick break from recording tita small bite of string cheese by the way, I've mentioned this before, but I mean, I seriously doubt you've listened to the other episodes. If you have listened to this other episode, God love you. But it's pretty easy to steal, to shoplift string cheese from CVS because like one thing of string cheese, like one individual packet of string cheese doesn't register like as the weight if on the self-checkout scale, the, the scale, the self-check. God damn it, Danny. The weight of the string cheese does not register on the self-checkout scale. It's very simple to say, Danny. Just get your shit together, okay? So you can just like shoplift one individual thing of string cheese at a time until you're dead if you want to, dude. I recommend it. Just just occasional small oopsie-daisy. My bad. I didn't mean to take one small thing, but I did take one small thing, okay? I did. Also, if you're trying to be super lit and cool, you could just like take a 12-pack of Mountain Dew and put it on the bottom of your cart. And then when you check out, just to pay for everything except the 12-pack of Mountain Dew, yes, it has to be Mountain Dew. And then when you walk out to the parking lot, if someone comes after you, they're like, sir, you didn't pay for the 12-pack of Mountain Dew. You're like, oh, my God. Is there a bottom rack to this fucking thing? Dude, I'm so sorry. And then they'll handcuff you and put you in jail. Well, if you're in the creative field, fields, if you do creative endeavors, a big part of that is writing, right? Like songwriting. I guess not painting. I'm not talking about painting right now, okay? Just fucking relax. Anyways, this is a quote from writing that I read from my favorite Farnham Street blog about Anne Lamott. I think she's an author or something on the act of writing. Writing has so much to give, so much to teach, so many surprises. That thing that you had to force yourself to do, the actual act of writing, turns out to be the best part. It's like discovering that while you thought you needed the tea ceremony for the caffeine... What you really needed was the tea ceremony. The act of writing turns out to be its own reward. I love that thought in and of itself, but I also love the idea of like the ritual that leads to something happening is actually more important than the thing that the ritual leads to. 
because of the mental benefits or whatever that it places. That's just cool. Sometimes I read a quote and I'm like, you know what? Am I really going to improve on this quote by talking about it afterwards? Just move on, Danny. Move on to the next fucking thing. The next thing I wrote down that I wrote down is a quote from a baseball player. And I know that baseball is a boring sport. And it's not very popular. It's not really America's pastime, blah, blah, blah. But I think there's a lot of wisdom to be gained in reading interviews with baseball players and managers, especially at the major league level, because they just, baseball is a game about failure. You're going to strike out. Nobody's going to bat 400. Um, people are going to hit home runs off you. You just have to learn how to fail. And that really builds character and wisdom. So this is just a quote from a fucking 26-year-old player. Okay, yes, he's on the Cleveland Guardians, but just whatever. His name is Ahmed Rosario. He goes, the mindset is the same every day. I go one bat at a time and control what I can control, which is very much in line with the inspiring quote from Michael Jordan that I've been using on myself lately about... Well, actually, it was somebody that said this about him, but they said Michael doesn't let the things that he can't control get in his head. I mean, if you can start to succeed at that or get better at that over time, I think that's really a valuable mental tool, and I'm working on it. 100,080 people die every day. <laughs> Fucking, I just keep throwing in the depressing content after the good content. Dude, I realized I have like a glut of material that I've built up for my pod. It's like when I once I hit about 17 minutes of doing a solo pod, I'm like, all right, dude, I'm getting a little tired. You know, it's a lot of fucking things to talk through. I'm going to wrap it up to this and I'll save these other quotes for two weeks from this Wednesday when it's being released, which is October 12th or something like that, dude. 13th. I don't know. Who cares, Danny? Um, Jason Alexander uh, recently turned 60 years old. And he was talking on uh, Conan O'Brien's podcast that that's like kind of the he's reached the third act of his life and what he's trying to focus on during that third act. He said, can I get to a point where who I actually am is my authentic, true self? It would be nice to figure that out before I check out, before I die. And then I'm like, damn, well, if Jason Alexander is working on that in his third act, like, why can't I work on it in my first, <laughs> second, whatever, you know? who my authentic true self actually is and then being that person. I mean, part of me reads that and thinks, well, what if your authentic true self is just a selfish dick? But I guess he's striving to find the true self that is honest and hopefully emanates kindness. You know, it's kind of like what Tom McCaffrey and I were talking about last week where he's like, oh, he thinks that most people are bad and human nature is ultimately inherently evil and bad. And it definitely has that component to it, but I don't see it that way, you know? I think if you're striving to be your authentic true self, you can do that with a mind towards, you know, your better angels and kinder values. So, all right. Is that fun? Does that count as content? We're almost at 20 minutes. Let's call it a fucking dream. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I know it seems like a real weird vain endeavor to just do your own podcast for three years. I did have a podcast partner in the first year, but we don't get along. <laughs> but still, I appreciate you listening. I'm uh, Danny Palmer NYC on Instagram. Uh, also, if you want to check out my fucking good vibes videos on Instagram, they seem to be more popular than the podcast. <laughs> and it's fun. You guys are fun. Have a nice fucking weekend, you chance. Black Hat LES every Friday at 9 o'clock. I'll be back doing shows in New York next weekend. Oh, actually, I have a show on Thursday night in Las Vegas. It's at like a Filipino restaurant. It should be fun. <laughs> then I might try to get on Skankfest. Oh, boy. Skankfest. That title is just concerning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks you. <laughs> Come.